0: I had to let the dogs back outside again okay but bruce does the bulldog thing that i think all bulldogs must all bully breeds must have this in common because our other bulldog did this too mm-hmm. where you open the door and he steps out a little bit and then sits right in the middle of the doorway and just sort of looks outside like hmm <laughs> and you're like trying to shove him but he's a fucking bulldog and he weighs as much as a neutron star so i'm trying to shove him outside and he just will not budge it's uh they're adorable (laughs) (laughs) they're such a blessing
1: So, Onyx PathCon was sure done at the last minute. Sure was. (laughs) Sure was. Uh, I had a good time, though. Mm Mm-hmm. It was fun to uh, play in those streams. Uh, Boy, the essence demo was fun. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it was. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. This is bonus experience. Yeah, hi, hello. uh... We're, uh, in, it's morning. Yeah, it is morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, how is it? Um, uh, this is both Experience. We are a podcast with a deeper look at the play experience uh-huh. and the finer details of running and writing games. You nailed it. Yeah.
1: We Dope. are two queer women speaking with authority about games. And yes, we swear. Die, Die mad about, about it. it. We did it. We did the intro. <sighs> I did it without looking.
0: This is another morning experience hangout where we're taking advantage of the fact that both of us work from home currently, and we can just wake up and immediately set up a microphone and drink some coffee and make wet oatmeal noises into the microphone. Only one of us was making wet oatmeal noises. I mean, I invited you to join me. Yeah, I just don't have any... You could very easily have made oatmeal in this time. I could have, but I'm still working. (laughs)
1: This is the Getting Paid to Podcast by My Day Job Hour.
0: This is, oh, this apparently is also an episode about telling Heather what you've liked about her games. Oh. Oh, silence. Wow. Okay. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Uh, I was
1: clicking over to the other channel to see what specifically you were talking about. And then my brain was like, you weren't at Onyx Con.
0: What are you talking about? Divorce for Monica. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Divorce 1,000 years. Someone's here. Good morning. Good morning. You just missed coffee and wet oatmeal noises. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, You're, uh, what, what, do, what do you mean? Do you mean the games that you wrote or the games that you ran or like games that you've played in? You're going to have to be more specific. That's, right ch- that's too vague for my brain right now. I mean, it's, it was a simple question, but never uh, doubt my ability to make a simple question
0: extremely challenging. <laughs> <laughs> you do, after all, develop Exalted. It's true.
1: <laughs> I also have a, a terrible habit of adding extra... Uh, um. Adding extra rules where there aren't any. Like I will just, <laughs> if if something's too open-ended, like in a rule or whatever in a game I'm playing, I will just patch it in my brain, um, mm-hmm. and create restrictions that weren't there, uh, and then be like, oh well, this was sort of, like, oh I, I only used it under these situations, and the person's like, actually, you're supposed to use it like all the time, and I was like, hmm, what. oh it's it it didn't actually say this is only once a turn and the person who wrote the game is like no of course not that's it didn't say that at all and i was like well maybe it should be it was more balanced that way
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe my way's better maybe my way's better maybe it was so terrible that i blocked it out of my mind and completely changed it and here we are uh, anyway, please tell Heather that she's good at running games. You are very good at running games, and <laughs> yeah. you showed me how to be
1: good at running games, and that's why I'm also very good at running games. Uh, also, you make fun characters that we all want to adopt.
0: <laughs> that's true. It's A very lot of, true. Like, when I look back on like games I've played in with you, it's always like, yeah, and H was playing that one character (laughs) and then I have a million stories. (laughs) (sighs) This is going to be a little loosey-goosey. It is
1: going to be very Uh, loosey-goosey. We are unscripted.
0: Waiting for the coffee and the the zippy whites to kick in. (laughs) I thought they were zippy greens. Oh, they are greens. Oh, I got into the habit of calling them zippy whites because it oh, just sounds okay. better. <laughs> zippy whites
1: sounds like you're on fucking cocaine. Oh shit!
0: <laughs> I'm not on cocaine. I know you're not. Which is exactly what someone on cocaine would say. <laughs> um, uh, Monica, yes. Onyx PathCon was this weekend. It as was we just talked about. Sure was. Um, you got to run a live playtest of the current build of exalted essence
1: uh yes i did uh and it was a good time
0: it was i was in the chat on the discord side looking at like everyone basically combing over any statement that anyone made (laughs) like is that a new ability is that we're calling attributes now how many modes of essence do we get like like completely like like little ferrets picking through the fluff to find the shiny treasures within um no it was very exciting and it was so hard to not just like explain everything <laughs> cuz i'm just so excited about essence it's so good um but someone in the chat i fucking forgot who it was and that's terrible Someone in the chat at the time was asking if we could talk a little bit on our next episode about any of the prep you had to do to run this essence play test. Yes, I And I know at first blush you were like not much, next question. <laughs> so, I have I have detailed questions that'll actually like force you to talk about it. Oh,
1: cool. All right. Well, my answer first off is not much. There was not a whole lot of in-depth Fuck prep you. that went into it. <laughs> So go on, ask me your okay. questions while I'm working, please. Cool. By all yeah. means. Uh,
0: so you, we've been pretty clear that making characters in Essence is is a super quick and relatively painless endeavor. Um, and that, at least for people who are familiar with Essence, like we are, because we fucking made it, uh-huh. um, it takes like less than 20 minutes. Something to make like a character. that. um. So when you had to make basically all of the pre-mades, mm-hmm. how, how long did it take you to make how many characters Four.
1: Yeah. I had to make four characters. Um, I kinda, I wanted to make sure that each of them was capable of showing off, uh, a little bit of everything. Um, and that yeah. everyone could participate in, um, any kind of scene that came up.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so I, uh, spread around the, the starting points, um, which are, I'll just tease a little bit, are more like an array. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to reveal how much is in this array or anything like that, because that's maybe tipping my hand a little bit too much, but it's very easy to go, this, 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 done. Yeah. Which is why character creation goes so quickly. um, As you will not be sitting there going, well, do I assign my points here, or do I assign my points here? Um, Mm -hmm. And also, all character creation points are... Oh, there's Rob. Uh, hey,
0: Rob. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Uh, and all all the character creation starting points um, are designed intentionally to leave room to grow. Okay. Even when you decide you're going to start the game at essence five. So. Um, cool, cool. I think that's about that's about all I'm all the detail I'm comfortable with revealing. Uh, right. Okay. So, doing the stat lines for four characters and then like tweaking them a little bit after the fact. That took me like, I don't know, half an hour?
0: Yeah, okay. I was also
1: doing it while I was at work because I do, I multitask with my day job all the time, <laughs> like I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the hardest part, and what's always the hardest part, is like picking out charms.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask. I know that the charm economy is a lot tighter. So... Yeah. And, and that's on, often what takes the longest when making a character in Exalted.
1: Yeah. Uh, since I sort of knew that I wanted to have everyone showcase a little bit of everything. So I think charms are the hardest to pick out when you don't know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I knew that I wanted everyone to show off a little bit of something, uh it was like, okay, well, they have blah, blah, blah number of starting charms. I know that I'm going to pick this one thing, this one thing, this one thing, and this one thing. Like, yeah, okay. I definitely, like, for Daniel's um, Dawn cast, it definitely was, like, one ox body, one attack charm, one defense charm, one damage charm, one blah, blah, blah. Uh, For each one. Yeah. Um, And so, like... First, when I made the sheet, I just put in my placeholders, uh, like one attack, one defense, one soak, blah blah blah, Uh, and then I went back through um, because I have a master list of all the charm names because I wrote them down while I was uh, redlining. (laughs) Okay, all right. Uh, That was uh, I wrote them down in like with a very bad brief summary of what they do. you ever leave yourself a note where you're like, I'll definitely remember what this means. <laughs> uh, and then, and then you go uh, back to it later and you're like, why does the description of this just say crimes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yes. The crimes <laughs> charm. Yeah. Spend one mote to crimes. crimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was definitely like, I definitely left myself some high quality notes like that. Uh, Good, cool. but th- uh But I also documented who wrote what, uh, especially for um, Universals, so I knew where to go find them in the drafts.
0: Right? <laughs> <It's> okay. <Yeah. laughs>
1: well, it, when I was doing the red lines, it was so I knew who to tell what, like, to give direction to people. Yeah. Um, like, if someone's section needed to add some stuff,
0: I would be like, oh, so-and-so, add some stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Because um, like like four different people, five different people six wrote... Six different people. <laughs> six different people wrote universals. Yes. Uh. So
1: I had to keep track of them. Um, yeah. And then uh, it was important to me to know who contributed what so that I could give direction. Right. Uh,
0: um, keep track tr- of it all.
1: Yeah, try, trying to say that without making it sound bad. Because <laughs> it wasn't bad. It was just, that was just my organizational tactic for keeping track of everybody's work. Uh, but it also meant that when I was building people's characters, I was like, oh, so-and-so wrote this one. I know exactly where to go to find it. And then the name, and I could just find Control f charm name, uh, pull it up, put, it, put the name down. Um, and Dixie made little um, cheat sheet cards for everybody that had uh, short little summaries of what everybody's stuff did.
0: Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. It was a very good idea. Um, did you have like any concerns about like party composition or were you focusing more on what you wanted to display for the audience? Um, I was more like,
1: I kind of did a little role thing. Like Danielle's character was supposed to be really tanky um and rich's character actually was set up to be like a multiple attack damage guy and then he didn't do any of that um (laughs) i was like oh cool he wants to be a bear i'll do like the bear swipes thing and i gave him multiple attacks technique and i gave him its damage booster and like he actually wasn't that tough he was just really good at like hitting a guy a bunch of times really hard um so that i could very much show the difference between guy who hits a, a target a bunch of times really hard and and he also had like a cool little artifact knife Oh, cool. Which is where his freedom stone was. Like, there were a bunch of details on his character that did not come through in the...
0: Not, it was more about the spectacle of being a bear. Being a bear. Yeah, which is fine, because that was,
1: that was hilarious.
0: That was very good, honestly. He got out the bear mask, and I was like, okay, yeah, it's going to be this kind of a game. Listen,
1: he was having a good time with it, and that's okay. Um, yeah. But for our audience, like, he definitely was a multi He was built to be like this. I oh, will give Bruce a sec. I know,
0: I need to go. Go give Bruce a sec. He's been loved enough. Who knows how long that will last him. His love tank has a leak in it. Gotta keep filling in with love. Smooch that wrinkly snout. Um, okay. Um, right. Rich's, composition. Rich's right. character.
1: Right. So I, I did really want to show off the difference between, like, guy who attacks a bunch of times fast with a light weapon and, like, Danielle's um, character who was, like, grand diclave heavy armor hits once really hard.
0: Right. Right, um, got it. Yeah,
1: so like I also really wanted to show the difference between like a full moon and a dawn, and how they're not just like a silver flavor of the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that didn't come through, but that's okay. <laughs> they were, they were. It they was were... still fun, right? It was a lot they of fun. They may not have,
0: they may not have learned a whole lot about how dawns and no moons or full moons handle themselves in essence. But <laughs> the audience did enjoy watching them do whatever it was they, they were doing, doing yeah. Uh, which was have a good time. Which was have a good time. And they learned, oh no, they learned about like the anima passives and, and things. There was a lot of uh, debate over what the Don's anima passive was doing and, and whether Rich was using his lunar passives. <gasps> is that Zvi? It is. Zvi. Good morning. Guten Tag um yeah uh did you have you had an abyssal and yes you had an abyss. of course neil and dixie you had an abyssal and a sidereal
1: right uh neil really wanted to play uh a like he specifically asked to play like uh, a, a, a diplomatic snarky social character who was also a necromancer so that's what i made him got it uh and then he got to
0: do some stuff with that yeah he he cast a spell um, and it wasn't Bone Lion. It wasn't Bone Lion. <laughs> Everyone was waiting to see that Bone Lion. <laughs> You're gonna have to wait a little bit, li- a little bit longer.
1: He got a lot of mileage out of Command the Dead, and we got to see like a sliver yeah. of the. So, like, okay, so I set up this. I did kind of write a very brief adventure, uh, like I wrote a- down a couple beats on a three by five card, and then I ran them yeah. past. I ran them past you because I have I'm questions not questions about that too. Sure, I'm not fantastic at running one shots. Um, because I tend to think too big Like I tend to stretch the <gasps>
0: Ah, Relia, good morning The usual suspects are the, all they here They are all
1: here We're very happy to see you um, we, uh, I, usually, I tend to stretch the idea too far Or want to big picture it too much Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know, who is much better at coming up with real short focus stories? I'm a, I'm a text ray about it. So <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so that's what I did. I was like, do these sound like three good beats to you? Because I figured I could do the three beats in the three hours, we three ish hours we had. I actually didn't know how much time we had.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I had heard two from people. <laughs> Uh, and I had oh heard God. three from yeah. people, and I was like, "Well, okay. I don't. It's a, just a demo. I don't know which one is true." Uh, it was three hours, though. So
0: I'm gonna want some more coffee. All right, <laughs> we can do a uh, mid-episode break at the end of this line of questioning. What were we talking about? Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> something about essence. Bone lions. Bone lions. And, party composition.
0: Were we yeah, talking about how everybody's we character were... was made? Neil with bone lions and sorcery and we got to see a little bit of... Oh, right, 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 right. We
1: got to see a little bit of a sliver of the social system uh, because he provoked the big bad into fighting him. I was talking about the, the adventure structure and how I was sharing it with you.
0: Right. The adventure structure. I, um... I actually have more questions about that, too, but before I continue, is there anything else that they had on their character sheets that you really wish they'd used so you could um, be, like, like, sharing it off?
1: So the the struggle of running a one-shot, especially as a demo and especially for an audience, is that you have to build these characters and you have to give them stuff. Like, I was trying to give them all stuff that they might use. Like, I was trying to avoid things that just aren't going to come up. Like, this is a one-shot. Nobody is starting a fucking project in a one-shot.
0: Right. Like yeah. the pro-
1: I-, I was like project systems probably off the table, um, short of maybe an extended action that might come up. But like nobody's going to venture off into the wild for five days to build a new city. Like that's, that's off the table yeah. Yeah. Um, s- uh, or like decide they're going to found a kingdom like that's that's not happening. Right.
0: Nobody's about to make a war strider arm. Right.
1: Uh, no one is going to craft an artifact in this game. Um, And similarly, like, I wasn't going to give anyone merits that were, like, backing, because who cares? Yeah. (laughs) So I had to... (laughs) I mean, they matter for long games, but they don't matter for short games.
0: Yes. I agree.
1: uh, I think I gave a couple people influence so that they could work that into their role play, But, like, the things that those merits do kind of don't matter in one shots. Um, Okay. So, like, everybody almost exclusively had, like, resources, contacts, familiar, artifact, hearthstone. Like, the stuff right. that, that people get to see and get to use right away. Um, and my focus was largely on making sure that everybody had something cool to pick from. And I knew that everybody was not going to use all their stuff. But I tried to give them things that could come up. Um, uh, Dixie had prior warning. I think she talked about that Um which lets the sidereal spend stunt dice to dramatic edit, already knowing about something going to happen.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh,
1: I believe That's it. Such it a good I believe it lets you. Edit. I believe it lets you cancel out <laughs> an ambush by being like, "No, stunt dice. I I saw this coming."
0: Yeah, I have stunt dice. I'm a sidereal. Right. I can use this charm to say, "I already knew about this."
1: Yeah. Uh, the, all the dramatic editing stuff is 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 meta. Like, I kind of want to make it clear to our audience that it, that is a meta thing. It's not, we're not literally talking about breaking a setting rule. Sidereals don't get to do that. They have foresight. Right. And so you get to use that idea to edit the narrative, which may seem like time travel, but really you just, you already saw the future. So you get to control how the narrative changes.
0: <laughs> right. It's sort yeah. of like, um, oh gosh, absence in the old editions.
1: Yeah. I was never here.
0: could, if you're within like five rounds of the, start of combat you can just be like fuck this I was actually never here and just retcon that you were like somewhere else having a nice cup of tea instead of in this stupid fight right like that um yeah the dramatic editing is such a rich fucking vein for really a lot of different exalted things I'm so I fucking I love writing charms and I I I for those who don't know I wrote the Solar Charms, or I am writing the Solar Charms, and I also am contributing a lot to the Panoply, so like artifacts and hearthstones, and getting to write effects that kind of riff off of the new rule sets in essence has been extremely fun. (laughs) um, I'm actually really, really anxious to get my red lines back just so I can get back to, because there's been a couple of new like, systems introduced between when I wrote my stuff and now, like, like, the project system. Um, I want to get back my red lines so that I can, like, write charms that use this really cool project system now. So it's, ah, oh, it's just very exciting. This has been so much fun, honestly. I can't believe I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> um, so the, uh, so planning out the uh story so to speak knowing that it was going to be like a one shot what did you like how what was your process for coming up with like okay i only have three hours what do we do
1: do you want to get your coffee before i launch into this question
0: Ooh, yes i do okay go do that should you do a mid-episode break while i'm doing that um
1: i will have to pull up a mid-episode break text
0: if Rob, you. if we unmute you, will you do our mid-episode break? <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob,
1: Rob is not in the cast recording, so it wouldn't matter.
0: Oh, that's right. Damn it. All right, never <laughs> mind. No, I'm, get, I'm, I'm g- getting g- coffee. You all right, I'm,
1: I'm grabbing the drive file right now. For a second, I thought you were going to say, Alexa, add coffee creamer to my coffee.
0: <laughs> add coffee creamer to my butt. <laughs> She's very helpful for me. Like As much as I'm wary of her, she, like it's so handy to have something that I can just immediately be like, remind me about this thing later, and it will just no problem shout to the whole house. <laughs> I'm reminding you. Take your butt medicine. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's impossible to forget. <laughs> hey,
1: uh, BXP and the hey. mid-episode break are brought to you by the Misdirected Mark Network. Bing. Uh, become a patron. Check us out at patreon.com slash bonus experience. We do things like hang out with you live during your work day. Uh, our $10 a month pa- patrons get to help us shape our show by weighing in on important decisions. A benefit we remember to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. BXP
1: is sponsored by Nerdy Keppy. Go to nerdykeppy.com and use code BXPCAST to check out for 10% off your order. There is no limit on how many times you can use it. So go and buy all kinds of cool pride swag and support a small queer owned business. They also have rad as fuck masks right now. Um yep. so go get yourself some cool masks in your favorite pride flag color uh, and wear them to work. Uh saying nice things is always free. You can leave us a good review on Apple Podcast, Podbeam, Google, Stitcher, uh anywhere you can find us. Uh, go wherever you do that, it's cool. That's awesome. Uh and it helps us get more listeners. So that'd be great if you would do that. Uh if you like Bonus Experience, you will also like The Lounge. Doc finds the best, the brightest, the most fun game designers and sits down to have a cool chat with them. You never know what conversation is going to come up in The Lounge.
0: Doc's a cool guy. Doc is
1: a cool guy, and I miss him.
0: I miss him, too. When are we going to be back on the lounge? I don't know. Doc, put us back on the lounge. Every mid-episode break, I'm like, how come no one talks to us? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, did I lose it? Did you lose oh, it? Oh, no. What? I was looking for... Had a Bad Poop. Oh, last... <laughs> I, I saved Had a Bad Poop. Do you want Had a Bad Poop back? I tried back? to save it, too. Apparently, I didn't save it. Yes, give it back to me. I crave it. Okay, do you want me to PM it, too? Or... Just put it in the mid-episode break room chat. All right, hang on. Right, the the, the
1: outline, the structure, the...
0: Yeah, how did you decide on uh, the story for this uh, one shot? Uh, So I asked the other developers...
1: um what kind of game they wanted to play in.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh that's and a good way to go. I um wanted everyone in on the idea. Uh okay. since I was basically okay. running it for the other two devs. Um and they also both know Rich better than I do, so like what would what do you think everyone would think was cool? Mm-hmm. I know Danielle pretty well so I didn't that was wasn't like a question I needed answered. answer. But for the other everyone else, like what uh but what, what would be cool um and they wanted to fight the undead and uh okay. like yeah. o- overthrow a tyrant so uh, i was like we can do both of those things that can be both of them at the same time like the yeah. the, the this is exalted uh the tyrant can be a shithead ghost <laughs> and he was and he was uh and um violet had already written uh, uh written up the shithead ghost for um the home game that we played yeah Uh, so i already had some um undead enemy stats that were already done for me (laughs) so i just printed that shit off and reused it
0: (laughs) i mean yeah why not (laughs)
1: yeah why not uh i was like okay cool perfect i don't yes rob i said shithead ghost um (laughs) i did not have to do any extra work Listen, Ghosts in Exalted can be real powerful assholes. They can, they can be tyrants and monsters. Uh, and uh,
0: Real assholes.
1: Real assholes. Uh, they can control whole areas. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I set up the structure to, like, have the opportunity to show off a little bit of everything, depending on how people approached stuff. Um okay. and you know you should always uh, you should never assume that players will do the thing you want them to do and they sure didn't right. here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like I will have uh well, my original like my hook was like I'm going to have these these desperate bandits like attack them on the road uh and basically show off that these people are no threat to them and they're clearly like doing this out of desperation. Right, like mm-hmm. nobody. You're if you if you attack a circle of exalts on the road, you are either desperate or very stupid,
0: <laughs> or both. Or
1: both, um, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have these these people who are clearly like suffering from malnutrition. Their equipment's shitty. You know, they look scared. They're. I'll set up this situation. Um, where they get attacked by these these extras, both to show off extras rules um, and then give them the clue immediately that these are no threat to them and that they are desperate and maybe that will provoke someone into being like, hey, maybe we shouldn't fight them, let's talk them down and we'll get to see some social interaction right away, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Or they'll decide to just blender them and we'll get to see what blundering extras looks like. (laughs) Uh, and I'll get to show off some rules one way or another. Um, but then I also decided I was going to let them develop the setting on the cuff, off the cuff, like when we started the game.
0: That was a cool way to begin the session.
1: Thank you. Uh, I highly recommend it for all games.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm
1: -hmm. your, your players are a resource, um, and you do not have to do all the work. (laughs) So I made everybody. Uh, if you didn't watch it, I made everyone uh, state one fact about the setting in which the one shot was taking place, and the the end result was this really interesting and weird place that they came up with um, that was like scarred by magic and it was near a and it was causing like, because of it, it was scarred by magic. It was causing a weird like distortion in the sky where you could see the underworld stars and the creation stars at the same time. Um, and then Dixie introduced that there were funeral priests coming to help people with the, the like shithead ghost problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. And so instead of having the, the bandits attack the party I was like well I'll take these cool funeral priests who everyone was like Ooh, neat the second she brought them up um and I'll have the bandits attack them and then the players can intervene because they are we've already established that we know that the funeral priests are only here to help and so rather than antagonize the players I'll antagonize um innocent helpful NPCs uh, and the players can choose to intervene or make peace, or again just blender the extras, and then, you know, we'll Right, right. <laughs> we'll get to see something or other. Uh and I had hoped that maybe someone would talk them down, but Neil decided he was playing a antagonistic character, so that not what happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and they went for the um blender and then terrify them into sub- terrify the helpful NPCs into submission choice. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's fine.
0: <laughs> it's, you know, it works. It showed off parts of the system.
1: Right. I mean, I, I knew that it was going to go that way. It could possibly go that way. This was not a surprise to me. Uh, I'm not even mad or disappointed. I just was like, <laughs> I know this can happen. I've I've so, offered you the ticket to something else, but you don't have to take it.
0: <laughs> so other than the initial like the like the impetus right the uh the inciting event did you come up with specific details for for what would happen further along in the campaign or was it just like beginning event question marks fight a shithead ghost
1: uh i was like beginning event uh could go either way he, he did my inciting incident here's the thing that's gonna happen right like bandits will attack them or someone else uh, then I was like, then you go to the, regardless of how many characters they blended, um, one of them was going to surrender, um, and, uh, tell them what was going on. Right. And okay. if they, I was like, if they choose to murder, fuck, kill this guy, I guess I'll figure <laughs> out how, like, if they don't, if they're like, no, we're going to kill everyone. Um, I was like, well, I guess I'll figure out how to throw that bone out some other way.
0: Right. Um,
1: okay. I'll just be like, well, they looked all fucked up. There's a Shadowland nearby. Problem's probably over there. Go look. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was uh, like, because I also knew that potentially everyone could be like, no, we, we just we're just going to kill everyone. Yeah. We're yeah. just going to flex that phenomenal cosmic power for the purposes of destroying literally everyone. Um, I kind of didn't expect that would happen. But it could have. They could have surprised me in a bad way. (laughs) That I think I would have been a little disappointed in. Um, (laughs) Mostly just because, like, that's needlessly antagonistic. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, playing murder hobos in Exalted, I feel like, is sort of missing the point. But uh, Yeah,
0: especially with the robust social influence system. Yeah, and nobody got to see. <laughs> I got to see a tiny,
1: tiny little piece of it.
0: Ugh, I'm so in love with the social influences.
1: <laughs> so part two was uh, enter Shadowland, find out things about Shithead Ghost, so that you can either leverage them against him uh, or uh, you know figure out how to sneak into his castle and so on and so forth. Right, like right, uh, a little gather information. Which, uh, bec- fortunately, we sort of spent a lot of t- I didn't really have a strong second act. It was like, I just, you know, hang out in Shadowland. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I would have covered for that by continuing to just ask leading questions and tossing out information. Um, and I kind of hoped that maybe people would ask around or Dixie would get to show off her character's stealth and, like, case the joint because she was really good at stealth and awareness Mm -hmm. um and she kind of did um uh, or like or they were just gonna march right up to the front door kick it in and fight right like in which case in which case there was just gonna be a big fight um so you know i also there was like I had not described any of the cool things. I just was like, there's a checkpoint-ish. And then Dixie wanted to know more information. And I was just like, what do you think it looks like? Which apparently blew the minds of a couple people in the chat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just fucking basic. uh, Well, I mean, okay. I need to not be as dismissive of, you know, for some people, this is like a unbelievable. Like, why would you do that? The GM is supposed to know everything and be the sole creator. But we don't we don't play like that. Yeah,
1: we don't play like that's that.
0: That's not how we roll.
1: No. Uh and like the thing she came up with was cooler than what I had in mind anyway.
0: Yeah, that's why you asked the players. <laughs> right.
1: She was like, I was imagining this like keep, but made of something creepy, and I was like, What if it's made of like behemoth teeth? And she was like, Fuck yeah <laughs> Like that's yeah. that's how you do it. Like that's just that's just being good at running games. Yeah. Um So then they were in this creepy Keep this like fortress made of uh, behemoth teeth um, that looked like it was stone during the day, but when the sun went down and the Shadowland sort of took over, the, the, the underworld influence of the Shadowland took over, uh, it was very clearly then made of teeth instead. <laughs> um, and Neil had the Neil's abyssal character had uh, Command of the Dead, um, which basically lets the abyssal go, You ghost or other undead creature, you have to do what I tell you. Um, I think it, I think it's a one command. You get to tell him to do one thing. Is
0: that a general abyssal advantage or was that moon shadow? I cannot remember. It's a charm. Oh, it's a charm. My bad. Uh,
1: it is a presence
0: charm, I think. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, so he, he was just any, um, once you get more powerful, it's automatic, but at starting level, you have to roll for it. Um, So he was, he just walked right up to the, like, gate guard and was like, take me to your leader. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And rolled and succeeded. And then I was like, all right, well, okay. So then I was like, well, let's not, let me not let this one ability just fucking steamroll the adventure. Uh, so here's the other thing. If someone is, st- is doing something like that that sort of cuts out what you had planned, you don't have to let it happen entirely, right? So it works for his character. I'm pointing out that this one guard that he has commanded will, in fact, escort his character directly to the guy. But yeah. the rest of you don't have to go with him. Yeah. <laughs> so what are the rest of you doing? Uh, and, of course, Danielle was like, I'm going to go with him. I don't trust him to be alone. <laughs> which is smart yeah yeah. Uh, I think Rich wanted to have his lunar go hunt for pies and then come along Uh, (laughs) (laughs) or their underworld pies and I was like yeah sure why not Uh, (laughs) Uh, and then Dixie wanted to uh, stealth and scout ahead and so we uh, that's what happened Um, and it sort of cut out the middle part but that's alright the the second act was weak anyway
0: (laughs) yeah just sort of accelerated through it
1: right um, and I, that was when I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's time to, uh, time to take a break. Cause we were about halfway through.
0: Yeah. And it allowed me to catch up with the chat while they were like scrambling to take notes on literally everything that happened.
1: All right. So, um, they basically sort of cut through the middle part, which is fine because it wasn't very strong anyway. Uh, and then, uh, there was a like. A final confrontation with the aforementioned shithead ghost, right? Yeah. Um, who I had been calling a emissary the entire time, and my stats were for a nephrax. Whoops! I'll reveal that now.
0: Whoopsie. Um,
1: and I was like, "Well, those are two very different things." Um, yes.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> That's fine, though.
1: Right. So I was like, "Well, let me," uh, because nemissaries possess things, and nephrax are these yeah. big, like, beefy things, and I call it the wrong thing literally the entire time big, and I was like baby, well
0: like meat ghosts yeah
1: so I was like well what since I've been calling it an emissary how about it's just possessing a big beef body
0: oh okay that <laughs> was what
1: I w- rolled with at the end <laughs> with its like weird giant like you know shambling corpse of big pieces like big zombie arms and metal Ugh. plates uh sewn into it and I was like, oh of course it's just it's just being extra powerful and dangerous in combat because uh it's got a it's got a war form it's possessing. Gross. <laughs>
0: Man. Which
1: which <laughs> God, like geez. I think was a great improv uh oh, yeah. <laughs> improvisation for whoops I made a mistake.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I just I think ghosts in Exalted are fucking gross. They are <laughs> The ones that
1: aren't just uh, ex people are.
0: Yeah, because like... there's a whole contingent
1: of ghosts that are just like these are dead people.
0: They're just like they're just like people with the opacity turned down.
1: Yeah, they they're just vibing.
0: Yeah, they're just vibing, <laughs> waiting to reincarnate. You know. Yeah, maybe maybe taking care of some mundane.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: Mayor meat suit McCheese. Mayor meat suit McCheese. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, h. Really so it. the nemesary
1: also had necromancy which uh rather the nephrac stats had ne- had necromancy which nemesaries can also cast necromancy so like that wasn't off um because yeah. i went i i took the break and i was like i was calling it the wrong thing the whole time doesn't matter I'm gonna figure it out uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i was like h ne- i've never given a shit about ghosts before nemesaries can cast necromancy right Yes. Okay, cool. Fine. Perfect. <laughs> I didn't fuck that part up. But it didn't come up because the last, like, Neil was like, no, I'm just going to provoke uh, the burden of ages, which is a very cool name, um, mm-hmm. into acting irrationally. Like, I'm just going to use the social system to provoke him into uh, getting so mad at me, he just picks up that big ol' axe and uh, comes screaming at me. And then I'm cool. gonna I'm gonna cool. get out of the way. Yes, H H <laughs> let named, the
0: Dawn and the and the full moon take care
1: right, of it. Right, yeah. Uh H named the Burden of Ages. <laughs> uh so yeah, um Neil That was like the one social role. Neil provokes um the target's intimacy, uh which like the 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 nephrac had to, like just just awful, monstrous intimacies. Uh, like the weaker objects? Yeah. Like, terrible. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he provokes, like, the weaker objects by basically being, like, you're ugly, give me $60. <laughs> I hate you, you're ugly, give me $60. Uh, you you, you know, you'll never be, you'll never be a badass Come at me, bro. Uh, and when you when you provoke people in line with their intimacies, it makes it easier to influence them. Yeah. So by picking at this person's awful nature, he made he bumped it down to difficulty one.
0: <laughs> ah, it's so good. Yeah.
1: Um and then people were like, I thought you didn't roll for anything at difficulty one. And I was like, it was difficulty three, he reduced it with the system. god fuck off. Um I never said that you don't roll for things you don't set anything at difficulty 1 it can be reduced to difficulty 1 by interacting with the system or by using effects you can make things super easy you just don't ever start things there so anyway he reduces it down to like the easiest possible difficulty and then of course blows it out of the water Uh, so that succeeds he provokes the Burden of Ages into being just like fuck you (laughs) And and you know, he goes,
0: Hi Morgana. (gasps) He goes, hi Morgana. Yeah,
1: he he goes tearing off after Neil's abyssal, and then of course Danielle is like, I wanna start combat right now. So (laughs) Uh 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 so then we just we 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 launched right into uh setting up initiative. Um and then uh and then throwing down with the final boss, uh, who was provoked into acting like a tool bag, so did not cast any necromancy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even though you spent all that time trying to cover a bit, do they still know necromancy? Yep. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it, like when I was
1: taking that break, uh, it still could have come up. Yes. I did not know that that was what Neil was going to do. Um, So I just wanted to make sure that that option was still on the table and that I didn't need to ignore it. And then I just, yes, anded um,
0: the player's choice. All right. Yep. And we got to show off. uh, That's how you run Exalted Essence, everybody. Yeah, we got to to wait for the final product.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We did get to show off a bunch of stuff about the, um, the social system. Um, I did explain in the chat. So the the first thing Rich wants to do is use his really strong lunar to pull down the wall. uh, And like use it to knock over or hurt the bad guy. Right. But Mm -hmm. it's turn one. He has zero power. Right. Uh, And you have to basically the way essence works is you have to like basically charge up your super bar. So you have this thing called power, which then lets you do cool shit like that. Um, and you have an action where you basically just get to be like Rrr! and charge it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, s- Everybody
0: gets to yell for a turn.
1: Yeah, uh, and you can also charge it up just by making attacks, so like you can just do something cool, like start swinging at the guy to, to start charging yourself up, right? right. Um, but if you if you don't have any power, you basically have no resource to do other stuff. Um, and no, I don't think characters need to start with power. You're supposed to do cool things like by fighting or using build power or whatever. Right. Um, so, um,
0: you said that like someone has argued with you.
1: Uh, I was just (laughs) waiting for the argument that I was preempting it. Ah, Uh, I was like, someone's going to listen to this and then post on the channel. Well, maybe characters should start with power. Nah nope power is the thing that works uh no you're talking to a completely different discord now i'm having an argument with no one uh yes good job <laughs> thanks i do this often it's a symptom of anxiety anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so so um i'm like well i don't want to tell him no that's the least fun thing to do is to be like you can't do that uh so I just improvised it as a build power action, which is a perfectly valid thing to do. Like, um, there is no physique build power action currently because physique's an attack step, can be an attack stat. Um, But pulling down a wall to create an advantage for yourself and your teammates is exactly what build power does. Yes. Uh, so I was yes. just like, okay, well this is going to be a physique based build power action. And you know, you're know you gonna roll physique, you're gonna get your, your automatic success uh because this is not a attack action. Uh and basically... but that was
0: the lunar thing, right? Right.
1: Because he, yes. he shapeshifted into um hybrid body transformation, so he turned it into his big old werebear bear form. Um mm-hmm. and that cost two moats, so it put him immediately into active anima.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> ah this is so good. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> so uh so, yeah, he had, he had his automatic success. Uh, he pulls the wall down. And so, like, and then people were like, oh, do you have to, like, mess with the scenery to do stuff? And I was like, no, you have to build power to do stuff. Yeah. And I didn't want to be, like. Reading into
0: this a little too far. Yeah, I
1: was like, and I didn't. <laughs> yes, weird flex, but okay, is a build power action. <laughs> 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 and so I, I just had to improvise, like, how to, do, how to do the cool thing on the fly without telling him no.
0: What you want PB. Just saying hi.
1: Okay, here's a Julia here again.
0: Oh, hi Julia. Ray says hi. Hi Ray. Could you hear her? In a completely normal voice. Yeah, she said it in a completely normal voice. <laughs> Could you hear her? She said hi. I did. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, so that was that was like the the thing that I ruled off the cuff. Um, and uh, thank goodness Danielle was there because I was I got real tongue tied trying to navigate a question. Dixie asked me, mostly just because I had the... You ever have the the ADHD or anxiety brain problem where, like, someone asks you a question and your brain answers it with three different answers and then you have to manage which one's the right one? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, And then, like, you're like, okay, well, I don't want to tell them the wrong thing and then make them upset, so I have to navigate which one is the right answer. (laughs) Uh, And I was also... A little not sober so i was not like uh but you could uh mm-hmm. and then danielle was like here are your options steps in, stepped in to like <laughs> save my ass bless her because that could have been really frustrating and embarrassing on screen as i uh wrestle with my own brain to answer <laughs> things for people
0: <laughs>
1: uh so Danielle has to be in has to f- be flight attended attending me, <laughs> in all games from now on.
0: <laughs> sort of like sort of like Rob on our on our uh, streams. Truly,
1: I got that term from uh, Shut Up and Sit Down, which is a wonderful YouTube channel that reviews board games. If you have never watched oh, them, should. you should. Yeah. They're great. They're charming Englishmen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, um, Floyd attending is when someone is assisting you but not talking over you, and they, like, step in to, like, yes and, or assist when you are clearly struggling with that, or when there are too many people for you to uh, answer the questions at the same time. Because I'm sure we've also been in plenty of situations where two people try to explain the same thing to the person at the same time, and it just confuses them more. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So your your flight attendant needs to shut up while you're explaining something, and if you're not doing it well enough, or if you're getting tongue tied, or if too many people are asking you questions, then your flight attendant is like, "Okay, here, listen to me, I'm gonna help you." Deputize Danielle into being my flight attendant, always.
0: <laughs> We're just sharing a bunch of gifts. I on see the this channel now about yeah, build power, build power actions. Examples.
1: Yeah, and the cool thing about build power that we didn't really get to demonstrate at all in the game is that you can use every ability in the game to do it
0: yes yeah absolutely
1: I mean like the attack actions you just make withering attacks to build a power that's the, the that's like the core rule but every other ability in the game grants you the ability to build power somehow like uh, integrity lets you like take a deep centering breath and you know harness your breath f- to strengthen your muscles or whatever I don't care You've just done it however you want Uh, The other thing I wish we would have had a chance to show off that we didn't really get a chance to um, was sharing Stunt Dice. Nobody wanted to share Stunt Dice. Or didn't think. Didn't go on long enough, I I don't think. People banked Stunt Dice, um, but uh, they didn't share them with other people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I should be... I should be doing this in the Essence chat, not in our own podcast chat.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, You can certainly uh, do that as well.
0: <laughs> They'll ban me.
1: They will not ban you. They have a sense of humor. <gasps>
0: <laughs> oh, I was in the Cyan channel briefly. Briefly. Like, oh, because the, cause cause the piece of art for Tatanamaki had just come out, and people were still like, who are these beautiful people? Mm-hmm. And I was in there like... Like, sliding. Hey, I heard you talking about my boy. <laughs> and then I was like, gotta go, because I didn't, I thought about making a joke about, like, gotta leave before I almost get banned again, but I left before making the joke. <laughs> Monica? Yeah. Where can they find our show?
1: They can find us at bxpcast.com, which we've really sucked at updating, so they can also find us at misdirectedmark.com and then go click on the bonus experience logo.
0: Because we're part of the Misdirected Mark network. Bing <laughs> How about email? They can
1: send us an email at almost at bxpcast.com at bonusexpcast at gmail.com) I
0: like doing this while you're like trying to think to... <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about Twitter? do you remember our Twitter? at bonus EXP cast yeah okay what about your Twitter? my Twitter is at Xena Sun what about your Mine Twitter? Is Ray W. Cole no more underscore no more underscore I've been underscore list for quite some time now finally got rid of that thing kept stepping in it whoops getting it on the bottom of my shoe coffee's wearing off I'm getting sleepy oh no I haven't eaten yet, so I should probably do that. I think I'm going to do the opposite of build power and go take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) You should definitely
1: go post these GIFs with just build power into the essence channel. (laughs) I want you to do this. I want you to do this so badly.
0: I'll go do that and then take a nap. All right. Um, And in the meantime, everybody stay safe and change it if you want to. Change it if you want to. Everybody get out. Thanks for hanging out with us, Dan. Thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bonus Experience is written and produced by Monica and Ray. And edited by Margaret. Our logo and art are by Nino Studios. Check them out on Instagram and Twitter. Our theme song is Reuse Noise with the Light by CDK and is used under the Attribution Non-Commercial Creative Commons License. Bonus Experience is a part of the Misdirected Mark Network. This podcast is a permanent charm, reducing the difficulty of all storyteller roles by your essence. We'll see you next time.